everybody what's up street squad as you notice today i am riding solo once again riding solo uh but kevin hey kevin had a good excuse today his little boy wasn't feeling good this morning i uh, got the bug so hey we're praying for you kevin we're praying for your little boy hopefully you can be back here next week so you guys just get me this week sorry for that but we're gonna go you know like they always say the show must go on so with that, we're going to go through what Kevin and I were going to go through this week. We were going to go through Peter, 2 Peter, chapter 2. And I believe that is a warning against false teachers. And for anybody who might not know what a false teacher is or, you know, how to identify a false teacher, well, this really, really, all throughout Scripture, it tells us, I mean, in Timothy... In Timothy, it tells us about it. Um, Titus tells us about it. Beware of false teachers. Beware of false teachers. Beware of bad doctrine, basically. Um, guys that take Scripture or they take the truth, the absolute truth, and they twist it and they kind of mold it to fit into this world, fit into this lifestyle. Um, whatever benefits them, whatever gets bigger crowds. Uh, a lot of times it's a money thing, um, fame notoriety um you know just not a lot of good comes out of false teaching it's like teaching your kids something that's totally wrong it's totally opposite of the truth well this is what throughout the gospels is talking about beware of these false teachers i mean the the saying in scripture says you know these guys come along and and they're wolves in sheep's clothing they're inviting but they're just filling your head full of falsehoods and and untruths and that's not good. If you're going to want to, if you want to be biblically knowledgeable and you want to walk the Christian walk, uh, you can't be under the guidance of a false teacher. You can't be somebody who's just there to puff you up, to make you feel good. Um, that's asking for money for ridiculous things, you know, healing waters or whatever some of these quacks do. And, and, and it's our job as Christians to, call out these false teachers um to call them out by name it says and so we're going to try to dive into it today and see how we can do that with still staying humble still loving still you know how do we deal with that so let's let's get into it i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to read uh second peter chapter two the danger of false teachers but there were also false prophets in Israel, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who bought them. In this way, they will bring sudden destruction on themselves. Many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality. And because of these teachings, teachers, the way of the truth will be slandered. In their greed, they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money, but God condemned them long ago, and their destruction will be not be delayed. For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell, in gloomy pits of darkness where they, were be, where they are being held until the day of judgment. And God did not spare the ancient world, except for Noah and the seven others in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment. So God protected Noah when 
He destroyed the world of a godly people with a vast flood. Later, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into heaps of ashes. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. But God also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes, Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. He is especially hard on those who follow their own twisted sexual desire and who despise authority. These people are proud and arrogant, daring even to scoff at supernatural beings, angels, or beings without so much as trembling. But the angels, who are far greater in power and strength, do not dare to bring from the Lord a charge of blasphemy against those supernatural beings. These false teachers are like unthinking animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed. They scoff at things that do not, they do not understand, and like animals, they will be destroyed. Their destruction is their reward for the harm they have done. They love to indulge in evil pleasures in broad daylight. They are disgrace and a stain among you. They delight in deception even as you eat, even as they eat with you in your fellowship. In your fellowship meals, they commit adultery with their eyes, and their desire for sin is never satisfied. They lure unstable people into sin, and they, they are well-trained in greed. They live under God's curse. They have wandered off the right road and followed the footsteps of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. But Balaam was stopped from his mad curse when a donkey rebuked him with a human voice. These people are as useless as dried up springs or mist blown away by the wind. They are doomed to, the bl to blackest darkness. They brag about themselves with empty foolish boasting with an appeal to twisted sexual desire. They lure back into sin those who have barely escaped from the lifestyle of deception. They promise freedom, but they, they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption. For you are a slave to whatever controls you. And when people escape the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and then get tangled up and enslaved in sin again, they are worse off than before. It would be better if they had never known the way of right, right to righteousness than to know it and then reject the command they were given to live a holy life. They prove the truth of this proverb. A dog returns to its vomit. And another says a pig, a washed pig, returns to the mud. So that's pretty heavy right there. I mean, as you can see, just in Second Peter chapter 2 right there, they, that false teaching is taken very seriously, and God is not a fan. It's just not a fan. A dog returns to its vomit, so, you know, you can preach and preach and preach and preach and preach all this stuff, but if you keep coming back to those sins, 
and you're not turning away from those sins and you just keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back, but feeding everybody full of it, it's like a dog returning to his vomit, a washed pig to the mud. You know, they're coming after your money. I don't know how many things I see where the, uh, the first thing is send money, send money, send money, send money. The Kenneth Copelands of the world. Send money, send money. I need a bigger jet. God says I need a bigger jet so I can travel from one place to another and I can't be around people and coach. Uh, send money and I'll send you healing. Why? You know, I, they take after little old ladies and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to offend little old ladies out there, but there's a lot of gullible little old ladies out there that feed off of it. I mean, they just, they love it. They love it. And it's sad. It is so sad to see this happening, but you know, it happens and we have to stand against it as children of God, as Christians, as born again, Christians, we are to stand, stand against false teaching. We are to call out false teachers. We are to walk a straight and narrow path and preach the truth, the truth and the truth hurts. I mean, we've all heard that phrase, the truth hurts, but the truth will set you free. So you might not like a lot of what I have to say or whatever Kevin and I have to say or whatever another biblical truth-telling Christian has to say, but it'll set you free, and it's going to hurt for a while. And if it hurts, you're being convicted. You're being convicted of something. So are you really mad at that person who's pointing out a specific sin in your life? Or is that sin convicting you and making you feel so bad? Let go of it. Leave it at the cross. Let go of that sin. But what a false teacher is going to do is tell you that it's okay to live that sinful lifestyle. That Christ is going to accept you anyways. Well, he will, but you got to repent of those sins and try to turn away from those sins. I'm not saying we're all, I'm not, we all live in sin. None of us are perfect. We sin every second of every day sometimes it seems. But as born-again Christians, we recognize that Christ is Lord and He was raised from the dead we, so that we could be saved. And we repent of those sins. We talk to God. We do business with God about those sins. And we pray that He tries to get us away from that sin nature. We try. And, and when we mess up again, we feel bad. But these false teachers are saying, you don't need to feel bad. It's not your fault. Send me a check and I'll make sure that you get into heaven first class. Get away from that. That faith healing movement. That, that is, if there isn't a bigger, they should just have a sign that says, we are false teachers. Enter at your own, own risk. Sitting up there, putting hands on you. If that's the case, get into the hospitals, these children's hospitals, and heal these kids. Where you at? False teacher. Um, you you got to be wealthy. You're going to be, God wants you to be rich. Hmm. I probably know more not wealthy Christians than I do wealthy Christians. Does that mean us not wealthy Christians aren't getting into heaven? Because God obviously didn't want us to be rich. He didn't say you can't be rich. But he didn't say that's a guarantee. Because it's not a guarantee. So this 
this wealth, this wealth, faith, wealth, junk that they're preaching out of Texas is just Osteen. I'm talking to you, man. It's 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 not real. It's not real. And this, you know, like I said, the faith healing movement, the uh, the that speaking in tongues and flopping around on the floor, false teaching. Speaking in tongues ended with the apostles. With the apostles, not apostles. Come on, talk right. Apostles. So the apostolic age is over. It died with John. So to think that... (laughs) Read your Bible, guys. Read it, and it's all right there. So with that being said, let's jump into our Bible breakdown. Second Peter chapter two, the dangers of false teachers. We're going to go through verses one through twelve. We are reminded of the consequences to be faced by those who reject God's plan and lead others away from truth. False teachings, so oh, faith healers, financial that you got to be rich and you're going to be fine, and ointments and anointing oils and. Speaking in tongues and blah, 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 speaking, you know, and the homosexuality is okay and your transgenderism's okay and you can you can be as crazy as you want. You know, that's okay and Oh, that's pulling you from the truth. God has provided us with help that we need to renew our lives according to his will. Right here. Right here in this book. He's got a good plan and help the consequences of self-centered pursuit of pleasure and power are terrible it is good to be reminded every so often of what we have been delivered from sudden destruction let me read that again the consequences of self-centered of self-centered pursuit of pleasure and power are terrible if that's your only goal is to have power over a group of people, if it's your only goal to, you know, pursue pleasure out of controlling a whole group of people, well, it says right here that's uh, terrible. Stop doing it. And if you're in a place, if you're in a church or you're in a group that is doing that, get out. Leave. Leave as fast as you can. As fast as them feet will take you out the door. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Get out. Have discernment. Read your Bible. People are like, well, how do I have discernment? Get into your Bible. Get into a group of truth telling. But how do you know? How do you know? Scripture by scripture, verse by verse, book by book. Know him hawing around. Get yourself a good study Bible, uh, get, get with like-minded Christian men and women and stay in the word and you will pray about it. Pray about it. Holy Spirit will bring you discernment. Pray about it. Verse 13 through 22. Setting appropriate boundaries will help protect your spiritual health. So boundaries meaning biblical boundaries. Biblical boundaries. You're not going to compromise this for that. You're not going to 
not so much on this and more on that. You're you're gonna keep it. You're gonna keep it 100. If you're gonna talk about it, do what? Be about it, and set those biblical boundaries that you're gonna allow. You're not gonna allow this to affect this. You're not gonna allow anything to trump over your biblical teaching, your Bible, your scripture. People who do not have our best interest in mind, our heart, are everywhere, even in the Christian community. There's a lot of people in the Christian community that say one thing on Sunday but really could care less about you the rest of the days of the week. They could care less. And those type of people are everywhere. Don't be one of those type of people. They're already all over the world. Don't just don't don't be one of those Sunday Christians. Don't just be one of those every now and again when it's good for you kind of Christians. Don't do that. Peter emphasized the need for discernment. A good biblical mind. A good keep it one hundred percent truth up here. Apparently the church in Peter's day was plagued by those who once professed faith in Christ, but then corrupted the truth of the gospel. Because I'm thinking that a lot of these, I mean, most of these false teachers probably were brought up that way and they just think that's what's right. But I, I'm guessing a lot of them, they, they were, they, at one time they had to know the gospel. They had to know the truth they had to know the bible some of them are pretty good at the bible but guess what satan knows the bible too but then they got corrupt money money does funny things attention does funny things power does funny things ah it's it's a lot it's a lot it's a heavy load but you know we'll never be tempted beyond what we can handle so i don't know where these guys are going wrong They advocated freedom, but that freedom was only a license to be wrapped to be wrapped back up into sin. Setting healthy boundaries for your our behavior involves knowing God's truth and allowing neither the false teachings of others or our own sinful indication to lead us astray. They advocate freedom. But the freedom was only a license to be wrapped back up into sin. They're only they're telling you it's okay to do these things because it just comes right back around. Comes right back around. But hey, it's okay, it's okay, it's all right. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. So they wrap it back around and it's just a revolving door. Boom, boom, boom. You never, you never But I think that's what they want because if all of a sudden you were better, then you don't need them anymore and you stop sending your check. Be careful out there, guys. We got to be careful. We got to know God's truth, and we can't allow false teachings of others or our own sinful indications to lead us astray. If it's not what God wants for you, then don't go down that road. Why does the road destruction come on, man? Why does the road destruction? Narrow is the path of righteousness to heaven. Not many on that narrow path. 
It is hard. Well, nothing worth it's easy, right? That's what I've been told. So let's stay on the right path. Let's be aware of false teaching. Let's get into our Bibles. Let's get into a Bible reading, truth telling, verse by verse, scripture by scripture, book by book, Bible dumping, whatever you want to call it. Church, get involved in the church. Fellowship is so important. You can't fellowship on your couch watching this online. Get into a church and fellowship. It's so important. We need it. Churches are failing right now because the fellowship's out the door. False teaching is on the rise and people are being lied to and they're just walking out. So let's get it together, guys. Let's do it. Let's do it. Guys, I'm not going to keep us here for an hour today. Um, I want to thank everybody who is joining us. Let's pray for Kevin and his, let's pray for his son to get better. Um, and let's um, let's pray for each other, and let's pray f- that these false teachers maybe get it one day before it's too late. I don't know. Let's pray. Um, we just need to be praying for everything. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's supporting us um, on social media. Be sure to check us out on all social media: Street Smart Christian, uh, YouTube Street Smart Christian number one, I believe it's on. Uh, check out our channel, subscribe, hit that bell notification. You'll never miss an episode. Um, website, streetsmartchristian1.com. Go on there, uh, fill out a little thing there. We don't get all your personal information. It's just a little bit of, you know, your name, your email, and you become a member of the Street Squad. And uh, eventually we'll have things that, uh, that Street Squad members can get and benefit from and study material and things like that. So make sure you go join the street squad at www.streetsmartchristian.com. Send us an email at streetsmartchristian at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Um, send us your DMs, your PMs, all that stuff to us with questions, things you want us to talk about. Uh, next week we'll have a whole new podcast. It'll be an hour long. Uh, we'll go over a different subject. Um, maybe back into James, maybe get back into James, uh, talk about Jesus's brother for a little bit. Um, we're doing a Bible study on Mark. It's a really good one. So we might touch on some stuff on Mark. Uh, so just hit us up. Let us know what you guys want to talk about, what you guys want to do, what you guys have recommendations for guests. And yes, Meredith, we are, we would love to have you as a guest. We're just trying to figure out how do we record this? while either being on a zoom call or just have you on speakerphone next to a microphone. Um, but we'd love to have you on. We'd love to hear your story. We love you. We miss you. Um, send us some of that nice weather from Arizona. Um, any other recommendations for special guests? We're going to have Melanie back on for McKnight photography, Melanie McKnight Check her out. She's an awesome portrait photographer, family portraits, senior portraits, kids portraits, baby portrait, whatever you guys got. Uh she can she can shoot it. So um check her out. Uh we'll throw her website up here as well. That's Melanie McKnight Photography. Uh, go to her social media. It's the same thing. Melanie Melanie McKnight Photography at Facebook, Instagram. Um, 
I don't know what else she has, but go check it out. She's got a lot of uh, samples out there. She's she's good, and you won't be disappointed. Um, other than that, guys, I love you, and uh, we'll do this again next week, and I might get some short videos up this week, uh, kind of make up for lost time, but um, we'll get some out there. And hit me up. You guys want me to hit something that I can do like 10, 15 minutes on? Throw it on the DMs, the PMs, the emails, whatever you guys got. Let me know. Let's get this thing rocking and rolling. Love you guys. Let's pray. Father God, we love you so much, and we thank you for this time that we can get together and dive into your word and really dissect what Peter was trying to tell us in Second Peter here about false teachers, Father. We ask that you give us the discernment that we may not be entrapped into the the false teachings of a false teacher father we ask that you show us your love the holy spirit guides us on straightened paths and is a lamp to our feet father we love you so much we just ask that you be with each and every one of us as we go on throughout our week and it's in your name i pray these things amen love you guys we'll see you next time